Glory be to God in the highest. Good morning or good day. This morning, before we round up the biblical characters in the Old Testament, we will touch just one more person, and that's Prophet Malachi. This morning, we are talking about the issue of tithes and offerings. In Malachi chapter 3, verse 10, the Bible says, Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, said the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour so much blessing that you will not have room enough to receive it. Tithes and offerings are demands of God from his own children. The Hebrew word for tithe literally means a tenth part. So in the law of God, Israelites were required to give one tenth of all that they have, their livestock, the produce from the land as well as their income, because they are primarily agriculturists. As a recognition that God has blessed them, they have to just take a tenth part. Tithe was primarily used for the expenses of the temple, worship, and to support the priest. God held his people responsible to manage the resources that given them in the promised land. God has blessed them and want them to manage those resources very well. They are heart, at the heart of tithing. There's a notion that we need to know that God owns everything. So the little we are giving back to him is just to say that, God, I know you owns everything. So I'm giving this back to you. The law about Titan God was simply commanding them to return to him what he had first given them. There are numerous other offerings that the Israelites were required to bring unto the Lord in form of sacrifices. We see all this in the book of Leviticus. All kind of offering. In addition to the prescribed, in addition to the prescribed offerings, Israelites could present free will offering or offerings to the Lord. Some were repeated, some were done once especially when it comes to building of the temple, special project. They raised the money only once, and people gave cheerfully. There was no forcing or any means of cajoling people. It was free will offering to finance the needed repairs of the temple, and they gave generously. There are also numerous times in the Old Testament history that God, people, selfishly held on to their money rather than give to the Lord. And that's why Prophet Agai and Prophet Malachi wrote as part of their book. A similar thing was happening upon the time of Malachi and once again God was judging his people for refusing to bring in their tithe. Few things we need to know about tithe and offering. The Old Testament example of tithe and offering contains important principles about stewardship, just about stewardship of money. 
is also valid for New Testament believer. One, we must remember that everything we have belongs to the Lord. So that what we do possess is not our own, but what God has entrusted to us. We have no rightful ownership of our possession. It's God who gave us. So when we are giving part back to him, you see what he has given to us. Two, we must decide within our heart to serve God and not money. Bible make it plain from the scripture that any greed is a form of idolatry. We should make up our mind to serve God and not money. Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verses 1 to 5, made this known to us. In Matthew 6, 19 to 24, Jesus said, Three, our giving should be to advance the kingdom of God for kingdom advancement project. Work of the local, local church, spread of the gospel throughout the world. So send missionaries also to help those who are in need, those who have the household of faith. Jesus talked about storing our treasures up in heaven. When we are giving to the Lord and to his work, we are storing our treasures in heaven. Matthew chapter 6, verse 20. Our giving should also be in proportion to our income. In the Old Testament, the tithe amounted to one-tenth. Giving less than that was disobedient to God's law and was in effect robbing God. The ministry work, if it should be done very well, I require at times, if not all, few full-time committed people who will really do everything, especially in large ministries. So, giving of time was to take care of these ones. Similarly, the New Testament required that our giving should be in proportion to what God has given us. In proportion to what God has given us. We saw that in First Corinthians chapter 16, verse 2. Our giving should be voluntary and generous. It should not be by force, it should not be by coercion. It should not be by motivational messages aimed at draining the poor. This practice is taught both in the Old Testament and also in the New Testament. We should not hesitate to give sacrificially, for that is the spirit which the Lord Jesus gave himself for us. Far more important to God than the monetary value of the gift is the sacrifice involved. It's sacrifice. That's really what God is after, the sacrifice, the act with which you are giving. So our giving should be cheerful. God loves cheerful giver. According to 2 Corinthians 9, verse 7, it should not be by force or by coercion. Free will offering from our heart, cheerfully as unto the Lord. Both the example of the Israelites in the Old Testament and the Macedonian Christians, Macedonian Christians in the New Testament, serve as a model for us. Finally, God has promised to reward us according to how we have given Him. But let's remember the sacrifice involved, not really the gift, the monetary value of the gift that matter, but the act with which we are giving the sacrifice. And that's why Jesus made point out to the widow that gave a mite in the box where people are giving offering the art with which we are giving it 
This morning, let's remember that God owns everything. Whatever we have is God and entrusted into our hand. We have no rightful ownership of our possession. So when we are giving back to God, we should give freely from our mind. We should give in proportion to the way He has blessed us. We should give cheerfully. And we should remember that it is not the monetary value of the gift that matters, but the sacrifice involved. You can give 10 million and it can be acceptable, and someone else can give 500 and could be rejected. The monetary value is not really the matter, but the sacrifice involved. The cheerfulness, let's give unto the Lord. As for tithes and offering, primarily, let's remember the expenses of worship for the support of also the priests and the ministers. As we do this, the Lord God will bless us more and more in Jesus' name. God bless you. Have a nice weekend.